0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Potential Podcast with me, your host, Taylor Sokol, and of course with me is always... Quiet!
1: What is this, the Potential Podcast? Psh, bunch of nerds. This is now the Cobra Kai Podcast, and it kicks ass. Hash Brown, Cobra Kai.
0: Chris, Chris, Chris. I told you, we're just reviewing Cobra Kai. We're not actually becoming Cobra Kai.
1: Oh, sorry. I got a little too invested in the show.
0: <laughs> just a little bit. All right, just follow on with me. Wax on, and wax off. Wax on,
1: wax on, wax
0: off, wax
1: on, wax off. <laughs> Potential.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. With me, as always, Chris Dewar, and I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. We're very excited to have you all here today for uh, what happens to be one of the best retro and amazing look back and one of the biggest legacies of the 80s movies, and we are reviewing the series Cobra Kai, particularly season three and the last two seasons kind of review. Uh, Of course, this is the originally web-based series that's now owned by Netflix. And this was the continuation of the story of the Karate Kid series. Uh, I was very excited about this show. I, I heard about this for a while. I really wasn't sure what to expect with a lot of these, you know, shows and movies that are kind of like re rebooting, revamping and doing sequels. And it's kind of hard to get something that's going to be quality. But when I, when we decided to watch this, I was blown away. I was just like, "Whoa!
1: this is something different. Well, for me, I'd only seen The Karate Kid. I've never seen part two, never seen part three. Yeah. So Karate Kid, you know, it's 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 a fun movie, but it's not one of my, like, all-time faves. So it's not one I've, I watch, you know, every year or so. So I think part of me was not interested in the show at first because I was like, well, I don't really know the lore that well. You know, I kind of remember the movie. I've seen it a handful of times. And I think I remember originally it was... Uh, like a YouTube premium thing. So I think I was just like, well, I'm not really into the YouTube shows. But now it's kind of taking a life on its own, and it's, it's got this huge following. And I think because season three dropped on New Year's Day, I think we both were like, you know what? Let's watch it. Let's watch the whole series, and uh, let's check it out. And I tell you, I got addicted. The show is fantastic. And even for, you know, somewhat fans of Karate Kid, they explain enough in the show to catch you up and keep you invested in the past, but we're seeing the transition of now the new generation and how they're both handling the styles of Cobra Kai and Miyagi. So it's quite quite a great show. It's really funny, uh, like you said, because of the 80s vibe, uh, you know, even though it's set today, they really, the, the soundtrack, the music, a lot of the throwback jokes, and we're seeing these great, you know, a lot of alumni from the original films come back to play in the show. So before we move any further with our Cobra Kai chat today, we're gonna say spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Yep. There it was. We will be discussing some major plot points, especially mostly we're talking about today. Um, season three that just dropped. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about the first two seasons as well, because we're we're both brand new to the show. We just binged all three seasons the last like three days, really, is what it <laughs> felt like. It was like the last week. Um So Cobra Kai's season, really, you know, this show is the main focus, at least in my mind, was what what happened to Johnny Lawrence? You know, this is William Zabka's character. And, you know, we remember in the original movie, he's the main tough bully. That's really what it was. We didn't really get much of a backstory to his character. The the movie's focused, of course, on Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid. We're, We're focused on Daniel LaRusso. So I thought this was a, a, a great way to kind of bring back uh, not only our main villain of the film, you know, or one of our main villains, but then take a deep dive and really expand the character and see where is he now? What Where, where has life brought him to now? And then the juxtaposition of seeing that Daniel LaRusso is very well off, has a car dealership, he's got the family, he's got the big house, you know, and that continued rivalry of these two that will then develop into competing dojos. It's a great concept, and I think the the creators here, this is uh, Josh Hild, John Hurwitz, and Hayden Schlossberg who created this show. I think they just did genius work of kind of knowing where to take the story and not only include a lot of great action, you know, there's a lot of like the fights in this are like top notch. They have some great stunt work, but also the great casting and where to weave in the younger generation. We have family members of these two guys. We have friends and we're also seeing just like it was in the Karate Kid, these kind of cliques. that are starting to fight against each other, not only in the karate world, but just in high school period. So I think it just it was a great jumping off point of where to start this show
0: yeah and i think what's so great about this show and this content that as we've noticed i think and maybe i would say in the last maybe 10 20 years Mm -hmm. more so we have seen the a different look at what we always perceive as the villain there is you know there's two sides of the same coin and what is a hero but the villain is someone else's story and vice versa so we're seeing that right here, where how can you take a character that was the bully, the kind of the stereotype of the '80s, and really humanize him and make him just like any ordinary you know person? That uh, from their perspective, this this is happening. So they did it very well. And as you said, the creators are huge fans of the original source material, and you see that they do they lend a good ode to throughout the series. There is a lot of flashbacks, so if you never watched the movies, you can still appreciate the show um, for what it's doing. And they don't unnecessarily throw stuff out there just to, oh, by the way, this is a, you know, Karate Kid world. No, it really adds to the story elements. And um, I think the choreography is incredible. And it's very interesting to see kind of all the world building and the character building. Because throughout the series, um, there is a really good continuity when it comes to developing that. And it's really nice to see some of these characters come back and how are they going to put them into the story is the is the real interesting part
1: i think also even if you've never seen the karate kid you probably at some point in your life have heard of wax on wax off That's a very famous line never known miyagi is always like the
0: stereotype for a great teacher
1: or great you know the great mentor the great karate master and then also i'm pretty sure even if you've never seen the movie You've probably seen in some, you know, shape or form the infamous kick at the yeah, end, the crane when Daniel does the crane and and knocks Johnny down. Um, that's just something that you've probably seen, in like you know, it's 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 a huge thing of pop culture. That was such a big moment of that movie, and of course, it ties into a lot of the series. But um, you know, we we kind of got in the first two seasons, really the over. You know, we'll do a quick kind of mini wrap up before going to season three. It really was Johnny was down on his luck. You know, he lost his job. Uh, he kind of realizes that maybe a, a way to make money again is maybe to bring himself back to a point of pride in his life uh, is he starts his own dojo. He decides to re-bring Cobra Kai, you know, which this is the dojo that, you know, based on his mentor, John Kreese, used a lot of uh, not great tactics and and, and brutal yeah, uh, you know, yeah, it's it's a
0: it's a, got a huge stain on, on, on its history. Hmm. So um, it's that kind of shows to our culture that um, you know some things don't have the best representation because of a blemish in history. And he's like, well, I'm gonna this is Cobra Kai 2.0, so to speak, where this is my chance to get back. And also, he because if he's finds you know his kind of Daniel Russo and Miyagi relationship with. Uh, Miguel, um, which yes. is which is the really the great the crux of the relationship uh of theirs and this father son relationship because of course like we said he's down on his luck he has no relationship with his own son so with he's his own he has-
1: biological son Robbie who then that was a fun twist when Robbie starts to be trained by his enemy Daniel LaRusso uh, who in turn because he's now seeing Cobra Kai is back he's like Well I'll re you know I'll make Miyagi dough I'll have that start. Cause I think, you know, I can train kids the right way that Miyagi taught me to use defense and only attack when need be, you know, more of the peaceful version of karate. So that was kind of like the main real, you know, take of the first two seasons. And then we got, of course, uh, the villainous John crease kind of coming back here at the end of season one, which was a great throwback to like, Oh, cause early in the, in the show in season one, uh, Johnny had said that, uh, you know, Creese was dead. He told LaRusso Creese is dead. Not true. He's back, which made for a great second season because now we're seeing the influence again of his mentor, who really is show no mercy, the brutal tactics. And you could tell that even in season one, even though Johnny was trying to do his own version uh, those old habits are hard to break Old habits die hard, yeah He's was
0: yeah. he been so warped by his mm-hmm. previous teacher That it's kind of He still he's That mentality of I'm going to create something new But then again, old um, habits die hard And also all these old memories Of flashing back of this rivalry Between him and Daniel So it's them constantly want, trying to one up each other The whole season yes. and get back at each other And this feud that's starting to seep Into their, affect their lives And their kids and of course the community
1: and it just it piles up to you know they're they're so focused on this feud that it starts to ruin all the stuff in their life you know the families are starting to break apart and uh we're seeing friendships and allegiances keep changing which is a kind of a cool thing to watch it keeps you kind of hooked on the show but it all build up to this huge epic high school fight we saw at the end of season 2
0: which was fantastic the choreography wow.
1: again is amazing it was just intense and what i love about when the show has a big fight scene is they're pretty long. They're not, you know, they're not always like short little spiffs. They're, they're pretty well thought out. If if I fought,
0: if I fought that long, I would have been out in five minutes. I'm like,
1: time out. I'm (laughs) done. Take a two minute break. (sighs) But uh, that, that, the big buildup of that was uh, one. We had Sam, uh, which is Daniel's daughter, Uh, Tori, which is kind of her main enemy, uh, cut her with like these kind of like, uh, sharp things she put on you know claws in a way she cut her arm and was about to you know cut her in the neck this is how warped she is uh to you know no mercy uh but we had the infamous robbie uh who was of course via miyagi uh was fighting miguel who was the champion in season one who took down robbie and robbie actually shows i mean uh miguel actually shows a sign of mercy he realizes whoa i've gone too far I mean, he's really covered in blood almost about to break Robbie's arm and then Robbie gets the better of him and he knocks him off and they're on top of a staircase and we get this really dramatic fall, Miguel falling. And then he, he literally lands on his back on this banister and falls, which essentially paralyzes him or puts him, it's kind of like he's in a coma and it's like, is he dead? And that was kind of how the season ended was one that happened. Crease had essentially stolen Cobra Kai, Uh, you know, uh, Johnny we had to I love that episode we had an episode in season two where Johnny and his old pals and these are all the actors from Karate Kid all yeah. his old pals taking one of their 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 crew that has cancer out for like one final like joyride you know on motorcycles and event. so while he was gone Kreese did his dirty work and took over the the dojo and so now we're we're opening season three with Johnny kind of on his own path, and he's uh, you know he's not he's le- really a. Fan well, he's,
0: left to, yeah, he's left to left square one again. He's got no dojo, got no job, <laughs> <laughs> got no
1: food. Our pets' heads are falling off. Our kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we keep getting these teases of Elizabeth Shue's character, Allie, might be coming back because we we we've been seeing really for Johnny, he's still uh, the two things he was always haunted by his past was one. The fact that he had this rivalry and lost to Daniel, and then the fact that Allie ended up going with Daniel and not him.
0: They were both like she was the, the first love of both of them. So you have that kind of like love triangle.
1: So we got into season three, and this was you know very exciting because uh you know where is this show gonna go now? We're seeing, you know, crease is still around. He's he's got these kids that are just warped and and the the fate of Miguel is uh Miguel gonna be okay he's able to walk again and also now robbie is on the run because robbie knowing his past of being a kid who's you know he's done some crimes and stuff and now he's like potentially might have killed this kid uh he's on the run to try to not have to go to jail so season three i thought started off at a great place having this high stakes of oh gosh what's gonna happen and we already see you know for the most part johnny was pretty well put together and now he's right back to he's drinking drunk he doesn't again. care about
0: himself yeah. yeah everything just back to it's square one again
1: and you know naturally he's kind of had this somewhat uh relationship building with Miguel's mom but now he sees like this was my fault because you know through my I'm, I'm supposed to be you know Miguel's sensei I'm supposed to be there for him and he wasn't so we had that whole thing going on. Um, and then I like that we're, we're you know, as, as you said, a great thing about the show is seeing two sides to every coin. We've been seeing this other side of Daniel as well. We've been seeing the side that he's he's kind of taken a step away from his family and he's really focused on Miyagi-Do and not even his job. Like his job is almost like, you know, his car dealership is almost up to, uh, to be sold he's so focused on the karate he's not really focused on his family or his career
0: it's all about that balance and that lifestyle where at the very beginning he says to his wife no i can i'm gonna be able to balance everything and you know and so it's a huge you see a lot of a horrible and negative impact it has on him because unlike johnny he has he's he's been on top for so long because of his Mm -hmm. got this incredible career great family you know long-standing in the community now his reputation's tarnished you know, they're, they're losing, you know, money his what their relationship with his wife, his daughter. I mean, he doesn't even, you know, let's not even talk about his bratty kid, uh, the son, <laughs> which hopefully he has <laughs> that kid. I don't know.
1: Well, at least he, I will say at least he, uh, seemed to even out a little bit in season three. I was always like, God, this kid just keeps eating. He's going to be huge, but he's actually lost weight. Somehow? Yeah. Unless it was a different actor. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, which led to, I thought a great, uh, a great plot, uh, uh, you know journey for daniel was he got to go to japan uh he's going to talk to uh you know a, a car organization there uh doyona so they didn't use toyota you know these the <laughs> spin off um, but he's going to try to you know if i go maybe i can have a deal get some money and it doesn't work out for him but then it led to this great uh reconnection with some karate kid two characters which i thought was really smart because we've always you know the shows had these great moments of him remembering Miyagi uh they do flashbacks about Miyagi and i thought that was really smart to be like well let's go back to where you know Miyagi was from and and put daniel on a path to kind of find the answer he needs to take back and also to save his business mm-hmm. which you know had to happen cuz we can't put him on the streets you know so we have a uh, Tamlin Tomita, who was Kumiko from the Karate Kid part two. And that was, you know, the girl that he kind of was having his fling with in that movie. I haven't seen the movie, but you get plenty of flashbacks and uh, you could tell there's a real surprise to see this girl again. He hasn't seen in like 30 years and think like, think of like, you know, having like a high school fling with someone and then not seeing them for like 30 years and how much time would have changed. And I think that's kind of a moment here, is not only because they have a connection to Miyagi, but just thinking like, what a different world it is now. Like he he comes back to this small town, and I mean, it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a mall. mall,
0: yeah. So it's like, what happened to the village? We have KFC, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it it's the sh- it shows a great image of the passage of time, and of course the hilarity we've seen throughout the seasons and in particularly season three with with johnny is his inability to understand modern technology like facebook and you know how long does it get for a message to get here things like that so there is that bit of humor but on top of that casting i really love the fact that they've gotten a lot of the previous actors to come back to play these roles i think that's fantastic because it's like it's not just oh we got an older actor to play that version
1: no most- no they got the actual people back i mean they got uh, we had Yuji okamoto uh came back as chosen who was the, you know the main bad guy from uh part two and the humor of this show is they always do these moments where they they do like a zoom in on a character like oh it's about to be a fight and then it's not and I thought that was really funny with chosen because he was like you know and they show they show images of back from their younger and you see the you see the fear on Daniel like oh crap I'm about to fight this guy yeah and then he comes in and then like cuts the next scene and they're just having like water um but that that was great is again two sides to every coin we're seeing a little bit history of why he was like that and he even says you know i i took shame in how i fought you back then and i'm sorry and it's like we're seeing a maturity to this again person that was was just a you know villain character in part two now we're seeing a little and then he ends up teaching him a little bit Uh, Showing him some moves that Miyagi had never taught Daniel. It's like
0: Dagobah moment. This is Yeah. Yeah. Going back to like he knows a little bit before, so now he knows even more. So it shows you that you may not know have all the answers. And I think Daniel, I think Ralph does an amazing job with this. He really shows the vulnerability that he kind of thinks he really knows everything. It's kind of like the typical Mm -hmm. dad. I know it, but he doesn't. He's learning more. I still have so much to learn.
1: Speaking of Star Wars. This show has a lot of stuff in it that kind of reminds me of Star Wars and I think in a way it does it better. Uh with Robbie Robbie is in prison and he's trying to do some uh community service to get out, you know, quicker. And we've seen now one he has a, a complete kind of aggressive disdain for the Larusso's, the family that he, you know, lived with, trusted and, you know, he was turned in but rightfully so, you know, do his time because of what happened. But he feels betrayed by them. And then because Johnny has this, you know, relationship with Miguel, we see that he's still spending more time with him and not being there for his son as much. So now we're seeing Robbie kind of go through the Anakin phase and he's starting to look for someone to be his you know friend his mentor and that's where villainous crease comes in and he's like and it's teams you know, throughout uh, the seasons
0: too because he's yeah. like oh well why why isn't he coming with us he should be your teach, uh, your student
1: which i thought that was great because now you know you're building up to this oh now he's going to be against both of them and you know robbie is a kid with a lot of passion and that passion can be for good or for bad uh, because he's been he's been on both sides of the table he's he, you know he was a kid on the streets doing bad things who got a second chance and now the second chance has been ruined it's yeah insane. and he didn't have
0: any direction as you see that his father Johnny was never around he like abandoned him pretty much at birth so it's that thing is he's just constantly searching for direction he has no idea where he's going and so he's very impressionable and he needs that guidance so it's going to be interesting to see, where that goes as we're left at the end of season three with that newfound mentorship.
1: Now all the kids are going wild in this show in season three. Uh, There was some points where I think both of us were texting each other going, where are the parents? Uh, This is so much property damage. Why is there, there's no cops anywhere. Yeah, Are the police doing anything? (laughs) The kids get to a point where it's you know, we have really, we start to see three now different groups. We have, uh, we still have the diehard Cobra Kai, which, you know, midway through season three, Kreese had kind of looked around the high school and saw what he which he deemed to be the top athletes, which also led to that uh, the one bully that, you know, beat up Miguel in the first place is now a Cobra Kai. A couple of those guys and a couple mm-hmm. of other uh, kids. So we have like the diehard Cobra Kai kids who are led by Tori, still pretty much being like their leader. We still have the Miyagi-Do, which is like Sam and uh, Dimitri finally yeah. gets to start fighting, which is I thought was a great arc for him. His, you know, his, like arc, was great, yeah, his
0: arc was great throughout the series to season three.
1: And then we have like this new group, you know, Johnny's like, I'll start my own dojo. What was it? Eagle Fang? Yeah, Eagle Fang. I'm like, uh, sir, uh, Eagles don't have fangs. Quiet, <laughs> quiet. Um, so now I've seen three groups and <laughs> there was just this giant fight scene at the LaRusso's house. And the whole time I'm going, this is a great fight, but where is everybody? Like, all, that was funny that they kind of uh, matched that with we got Elizabeth Shue to come back in. And we're having this, like, reminiscent dinner scene at this country club. Uh, we have Daniel and his wife, and then we have Johnny and Allie. So they're having this whole, like, reconnecting, you know, dinner. Meanwhile, at the house, there's this giant brawl happening. Um but I did like that we, we got a little bit of a growth for Hawk. Hawk was the, you know, extreme, quiet, naive nerd that had the, you know, he had a little bit of a lip surgery. So his lips kind of uh, has a scar on it, made fun of. And then he became hardcore, very hardcore, lots of rage. Um, and we kind of see a moment at the end when he, he's, you know, he had broken his best friend, you know, arm. At one point he broke Demetri's arm no mercy. Uh, but at the end, we got this great moment where he kind of sees his friend fighting. He's looked around. and It's one of those like, you know, PTSD moments of like, what the hell have I got myself into? And yeah. then <laughs> running, running, running. And he takes out these two Cobra guy kids and we just see a little growth for him, which I thought was, uh, I think he's one of the, you know, my favorite characters of the show just because he's had this unique arc.
0: Well, and also you're talking about PTSD. I think what's a great arc is with uh, Samantha, uh, San LaRusso, mm-hmm. Daniel's daughter, uh, when we talked about her fight with Tori, that leaves her with this this fear where it's a nice little change of pace where she's not like, I think it kind of like through like, okay, I don't really want anything to do with karate. I don't need, it's not like, oh, I need to go back and fight and train again to be better. I just think I have nothing want to do with this legacy and like, I, it, it, it scares me and what I'm capable of, but also what other people are capable of. So there is that really thing that she's kind of struggling with. And I thought they did a very good job because what I love is, again, Karate Kid was these very tough, you know, macho guys, very 80s. But you see these really strong, powerful women, even the women that aren't, uh, you know, karate play, uh, karate fighters or, or trained. Um, it was funny, Elizabeth Shue joked about uh, season nine, uh, Allie will have her own dojo. <laughs> but I, I love, like, Daniel's wife, Amanda, and... Uh, Miguel's mom there's a lot of these very strong female presences um, That I think really lend to the show and and show a really good modern take uh, For Mm -hmm. this type of stuff, but I really like that arc where they're out in the boat And there's this you know kind of come to come to the light moment where yeah I was scared, but I need to face it and even Daniel's like, you know I was scared too even though I knew all the stuff that mr. Miyagi taught me I'm still afraid of things to this day because you know to be afraid is human
1: I also liked when he he brought up, you know, to the kids, I was once Cobra Kai and they're all like, what? And it's like, yeah, there was a point in time where I, I you know, Miyagi didn't think I should be fighting the way with. So I went to Cobra Kai, which just shows you that everyone has their their good and bad moments, you know, in, in which I think is smart. And another thing, too, is Sam has throughout really the end of season two into season three. She's also been battling with her own self her romance to Robbie it's been and then around a bit. her romance to Miguel, which is what also leads to Tori's kind of anger is that Tori was dating Miguel. And then she started to see them talking again and, you know, know that they kissed at that one party. So we're just seeing all this, you know, these, 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 uh, these, this tension between different characters. And it did build up to, you know, that huge fight at the house you know, Miguel should not really be fighting. He's 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 gotten to the point where he can walk again and he's gotten his strength back, but he's not he's not really at the point to compete. And he gets his, he gets pretty beat up. And so Johnny, actually, I was I was actually texting you thinking like Johnny, just he just hooked up with Miguel's mom. And now he's all you know, love struck again by Allie, But then yeah, he I was had worried. That... There was a little
0: bit. There's two moments where you're a little bit worried in this series, where especially season three. One, I thought Daniel was gonna you know stray from his marriage. Uh, yeah, with <laughs> I was like, come on, don't do it. And then when he just starting this relationship up with uh, Miguel's mom, uh, and then all of a sudden Allie's in the picture. I'm like, don't do it, don't do it. And I was like, that was good because that was really in the context of the character and. What I liked great about
1: growth, that. great growth for him to to mature enough to be like, you know, that was high school. And even though there's a part of him that could see a future with her, he's like, no, I can't keep going back to the past. I have to look to the future. And he knows that Miguel's mom could be a future for him. And, you know, he kind of already has a somewhat father-son relationship with miguel anyway
0: and then he wants to foster that and continue to to do that but the only two things i didn't like about (laughs) season three was just two characters i understand robbie's turmoil but dude you pretty much paralyzed a kid (laughs) is there no like you know and then he goes back to house why are you guys you know this is like logically if i did that i don't know how i could face myself you know not to get in trouble this
1: is this is the thing is that what was great about this show is we've always perceived Cobra Kai to be the villains, but that's actually been something that has hindered Daniel's view of Cobra Kai is he automatically thinks if you're Cobra Kai, you're bad. Yeah. And so in a way, Robbie fighting Miguel, and there's still anger there and tension because he lost to them in the all, you know, all valley the year before, and then the whole, you know, on and off thing with Sam. I think in his mind, he then, he goes rage mode because one, he's got his father in him. That's for sure. And then two, he automatically thinks Cobra Kai, the villain, I have to take them down. And he doesn't get that when Miguel shows a mercy, I should stop fighting. It's just that, no, he's already in rage mode.
0: Which is which is interesting too, that he shows a mercy because that was from, um, you know, Johnny's, Johnny's teachings. He told him show mercy. And of course, Daniel teaching all the defense... That didn't lead into him. But then again, you're right. There's so much rage and there's really this a hatred it starts from the nature of his father. Yeah. And I mean, even Johnny with his his relationship with his stepfather, there's a lot of that again. Hey, sins of the father. Uh, there is a lot of there that. It is. And I thought it was interesting, too. We get a little bit more of a backstory of John Kreese of his why he is the way he is.
1: Because the whole time we thought maybe he's lying. You know, we I, I like that plot point. He was talking about certain countries and we saw. Uh, one of the Cobra Kai kids was like, actually, that's not that country. And he's like, oh, maybe it just slipped my mind. Um, but we do get this backstory that, you know, he was in the Vietnam War. He was captured. Uh, and right as the American people were saved, he kind of took a no mercy route and he ended up killing his captain. Yeah. And um, so we get this, uh, not only that, but we get a sense of the brotherhood of the people that he fought with, which will definitely lead into uh, coming up seasons. But... We did. It did build up to, you know, Johnny finally is like, all right, I'm going to tell Miguel's mom I love her. This is the time, and right, he's about to do it. He, the door is answered by Miguel's mom, and he sees Miguel just be bruised and bloody, and you can see Johnny is pissed, and he's like, who did it? And he knows who did it. So he goes to face John Crease, and we get this awesome, again, this is where, like, it's really Star Wars. It's really operatic. We get him fighting his old mentor, and then we see that Robbie's there, and it's that typical like, oh, what the like, you know, now then, he's and, brainwashed. And then,
0: yeah, and then Daniel comes in, so it's and like then this... Daniel
1: comes in, and it's like finally we're getting, you know, because the whole thing of the show is, we've we've seen this like, well, are, are Larusso and uh, Lawrence gonna fight? Is that gonna be a thing? But I did like when Allie said, you know, you two are a lot more alike than you are different. And it's very true. I think they both have had the intentions of wanting to pass on their training, pass on karate, but they've just had to kind of, they've always never caught eye to eye because of this, this, you know, they always say things like I'll never be his friend. And yet we see these scenes are like at a Mexican restaurant, having drinks, having food and they're laughing. We had that great scene of them in the car together, rocking out to REO Speedwagon, you know, it's like, (laughs) they're definitely bonded more than they think and yeah we get this great moment of you know johnny did pretty well and then Chris does some dirty stuff robbie starts fighting him johnny has to take down robbie he feels bad about it and then Dano comes in to to save johnny does the old new moves he has where he, he can you know paralyze not paralyze, but, you know like yeah
0: but take pretty much him. yeah it
1: takes he numbs, he numbs him so he can't use he him numbs him device. so he can't fight and rise he's about to do the the final punch uh you know it's just kind of that moment of dad chill you know sam and miguel show up and and so we get this okay we you know we did it we took down the bad guy and then robbie comes out he's like leave don't ever you know and we're seeing that okay now we have kind of our combined characters johnny and daniel are gonna teach together they're gonna do a combined effort of their dojos which is going to be really interesting because I'm sure it's going to have some issues of uh, well That's not how I teach them. Well, this is how I teach my kids. Well, now we have to join efforts, but now we know that crease is going to be calling in some backup and he's got Robbie on his side. So definitely opens up to a very uh, interesting, what can go with season four. And honestly, this show I, I can feel is going to go a couple more seasons. At least I think there's still a lot more stuff to tell and, the fighting just the choreography the humor the music the direction the acting it's just like it's such a solid show and it's it surprised me because it's a show i never really thought i'd watch yeah and i'm really glad we did because it's it's pretty epic
0: no yeah the the music uh, again the uh really great dedication to the source material but also creating new stories has been very massively done by the creative team and the showrunners so yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to see what's going to happen for this next season. they definitely set up season four to be more epic uh, than season three. So definitely recommend if you haven't, uh, well, hopefully you've watched it because uh, you listened to this. But uh, this is definitely the show um, that people are going to be talking about for a while now.
1: Yeah, I think Cobra Kai, it's, it's a good time and it's a smart way of how, how you bring back old material into today. Uh, make it new, but also you know, re, reinvigorate uh, the old so uh, definitely uh, check out uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, I'm sure you have, if you've been listening to this. Otherwise we just spoiled a lot of things for you, but even if we spoiled it for you, it's still a fun thing to watch. And we didn't talk about every single thing. Uh, and the great thing too, is they're all like half hour episodes. That really helps with the binge. Uh, so there's 30 episodes out currently, uh, but go ahead and check out Cobra Kai. And that was this week's potential pick.